TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's Football Friday on the Fan. It's a man's game now. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. We have great expectations. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Football Friday. Uh, We will have... A lot of football to get to, but we learned something last night about the Portland Trailblazers as they got, uh, let's let's call it what it was, they got thumped by the Jazz. Oh, they got absolutely throttled. They got throttled. The, the second final one of those score, this season. The what? It's the second one of those this season. OKC got them too. The, the final score, definitely not indicative of what that game was uh, because they lose 122 to 114 with a fourth quarter where they outscored the Jazz 38 to 19. <laughs> Not even nearly as close as what the final score would indicate. But I think what we learned from the Portland Trailblazers is that they just should not be favored. Yeah, they're 0-1 now. Yeah. 0-1 against the spread. The fact that they were favored in that game was a little bit surprising. But at the same time, Utah was not good heading into that game. They were also coming on a back-to-back, and they were shorthanded. Yeah, but still, it was surprising that they were favored because of the way the game played out. Right, the Blazers are uh, they they play the little engine that could, and shooting last night problematic, uh, especially when a team wants to zone you up in the way that the Utah Jazz did. And that may be what Utah did is one of those things that you rarely see in the NBA, which is they say we don't think you guys have the shooters to beat us at all, and not, we're going to make you prove it. Not even that the the Jazz the night before played the Knicks. And in that game, they, they hit them with a box and one. So the Blazers knew this was coming. I, I talked to multiple players and, and, and coaches last night about that mm-hmm. after the game. And they knew it was coming, and it shouldn't have been a surprise. And, and Ant, this isn't the first time he's seen this. He's actually seen this, I want to say, five or six different mm-hmm. times now. Um, he did what he was supposed to do in the sense of, dragging the the one away and getting the defense to slide to the side. The problem was nobody hit anything. 
Yeah. And when that happens, the Jazz go, <laughs> we're not changing what we're doing. But that's a, there's a reason why you do it to the yeah. Knicks and the Blazers, which is they say, you don't have the shooters to beat us. And we, we're going to make you prove that you have the shooters to beat us. And when you're starting backcourt, or excuse me, your backcourt, period, not just your starting backcourt, which they went, again, with Sharp, Simons, and then you could throw Thibault in there, too. Those guys combined to go 3 of 15 from beyond the arc, and that's the open shots that they were giving you. You go to the bench where Brogdon goes 3 of 6 to buoy these numbers up. Scoot goes 2 of 7. That is 9 of 28. That is it was, 29% yeah. from the field. It was absolutely brutal because the, and it wasn't even just the, from three that they weren't finishing Ooh. at the rim. They weren't, they weren't just weren't. The first quarter finishes 38 30. Mm-hmm. And offensively, Portland was okay. The problem was the Jazz finished 10 of 11 at the rim, gave up 20 points in the first quarter at the rim. Two of them were in ones that were just thrown up at the rim. And it was one of those nights where the Blazers played poorly. Like, I, I don't want to make any bones about it. The Jazz were really good. And that is the the surprising part about that is that this is your game where you get DeAndre Ayton back, right? Yep. And you get Ayton back to where it was expected that teams were going to be getting to the rim easily mm-hmm. and they were going to have a great success at the rim because you didn't have your rim protector in. Because it wasn't just DeAndre Ayton, you were also missing Jeremy Grant. You still mm-hmm. didn't have Jeremy Grant last night, but with Ayton you thought, hey, just the presence of the seven foot one monster who is a, is can protect the rim and is a rim protector – that would deter Utah. It did not. It did in a sense because he was stepping up and taking things away, and the Jazz were either a hitting an obscene amount of floaters, but it didn't stop them. No, it didn't I'm stop saying. them. It, it didn't know. stop them <clears throat> one bit. And this is why I'm giving credit to the Jazz yeah. because the the Jazz hit, I want to say six floaters in the first half that were, I mean, up in the sky, yeah. straight down they, stuff. They go above the backboard, and I went, "This is incredible." I like I. I, I said to, to one of the guys sitting next to me, like, I don't think I've ever seen this many floaters go in, but I've never seen this many floaters go in this cleanly. Like, there was one that went probably four feet above the backboard that came down. I think it was from Sexton. The net didn't move. Like, it was just like, <laughs> that was an incredible shot. And then there's one where Aiton stepped up and they just hit a little shovel pass underneath. And it goes to, I believe it was Walker Kessler or Kelly Olenek, one of their whites. Um, and just a quick little layup, and you're like, oh, even when you're step up, you're not getting the rotations in the backside. So they did a great job just bludgeoning Portland in the paint. After the game, my, I had the first question for, for the press conference, and I, I asked Chauncey Bubbs because I, I thought genuinely, I thought I was going to piss him off because they they played so poorly, and they were. I was like, well, I'll, I'll be the one to do it. And I, I the question was just like why why did you guys basically have no idea of concept of what you were going to be able to do against that zone? I think before any of that, you know, it was just defensively, you know, we were just we were horrible, you know. Um and so what happens is a team that like this is they're on makes, they're getting back into their zone. On misses, they go, Man, well, you gotta make a miss. You know, um, because we knew that they would play boxing one on Ant. We knew they would go into their zone. Um, they're so shorthanded. They did it the entire game last night almost. So um, we spent most of the morning talking about how we wanted to attack both of them, the zone and the boxing one. And um, 
talking about not being hesitant, you know, when they run it. And uh, that's exactly what happened for the most part. But, you know, we're establishing ourselves, trying to establish ourselves as a defensive first team, you know. Um, and I think it's been a couple of games, to be honest with you, when, you know, we start getting some of our offensive players back. And then it looks so sweet and cute out there when we're making shots. But that's not who that's not that's not who we are. That's not who we're trying to be. We're a defensive team. Um, we got to get stops in order for us to to play well. And I thought our starting unit they got us off to a very poor start. You know, defensively they were just blown up. He just Ooh. kept going Ooh. and going and going and going. And I I was like, well, okay. Uh, bodies were thrown under the bus last night. Uh, and I, I think kind of in a sense, rightfully so. But also, on the coaching side of things, I was kind of surprised that they didn't have another answer for, hey, we're not hitting shots. Let's see if we can't put a little more action and stuff. And I know they're shorthanded. I know that there's a talent deficit. <laughs> They're just not good. But neither are the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Simone Fontecchio went for 24 last night, 5 of 5 from 3. His career high is 26. Like it, He was... If he does this in the playoffs, he becomes Facu Campazzo. Yeah, he... Look, Fontecchio's a perfectly killer. F- a fine little player, but like death, I, I said this last night, death by Fontecchio sounds like something out of the Middle Ages. Yeah, it, it does. It sounds like something that kills you on the Oregon Trail. You died of Fontecchio. Dang straight. You know, but the one thing is, and I think part of the reason why Chauncey was so pissed is simply this. This has been a team that has been competitive, with the exception of two games. The OKC game where they got slapped, and the Jazz game last night where they got slapped. Even in the opening night against the Clippers, they were in it for a while before the third quarter happened. Like, they were competitive, for sure. Even against the 76ers, they were in it halfway into into that third quarter before Embiid went for what? 18 in the quarter, and you yeah. went, that's an MVP. Don't have an answer for that. But other than that, like they've been in games. They don't know how to close them. They don't know how to win them. But they've been not this. Because this the game last night in the OKC game, that's Pistons. That's yeah. Spurs. That's rollover. That's Wizards. That's, that's a team that has lost their fifth game in a row and are starting to feel it right now. And that's the thing. is like, you know, you, you look at this. They've got eight of, or excuse me, Seven of the next eight at home. They have eight of nine at home from starting last night. And they're going to get some games here because they better because they basically go out on a two-week road trip to start the year. See, in, in that right there, do we know that? I mean, honestly, because of all of the unknowns with this roster, with the talent deficiency that you said, with the the fact that at some point you're going to be integrating Jeremy Grant back into the lineup and it's not just going to be just smooth sailing all the way around – do we know? Because look, this we'll say it again. This season isn't all about wins and losses. It's about progress that you see and growth that you see. This is, as you pointed out, this only happened two times this year. We are seeing a step backwards in that competitive fire and really the strides that they had taken on the defensive end where they were really bad to begin with. Then you started seeing just kind of pluck away at it, get better and better. We took a big step backwards last night in, in what we saw of their, I don't, I don't want to call it the effort, but it was the effort on that side of the floor and the, the cohesiveness on that side of the floor. He, uh, Chauncey Bills was asked about that as well. He didn't see it as a step back as more as like a blip because this isn't the mm-hmm. norm. 
Uh, and as far as them getting some wins, the, the reason why I'm, I'm pretty comfortable saying they have they have wins coming up, Dusty, they play the Wizards and then they play the Spurs back to back to end the calendar year. They'll find a way to win probably two of those. Two, two of those, those three. And all of a sudden, you, you get a little bit of a vibes win. Because you do. You need a vibes win in seasons like this. Otherwise, yeah. you are the Pistons right now. Where I don't know if any of you have seen, just turned on social media at any point in time and seen like the camera scan the Pistons sideline. They all look like Brandon Staley. They have lost 21 in a row. Yeah. And, and the Spurs have lost 18 in a row. They are being outscored by an average of 119 to 109. So it's a 10-point margin of, of defeat. Mm-hmm. So they're not even close games. Like, if you look at the Blazers games, that with discounting last night, they lose by 5 to the Clippers. They lost by, what, 13 to the Mavs, which that was garbage time. They're losing by 7. 4 to okay. the Warriors, 5 to the Jazz. Yeah. So, like, they've been in yeah. all of these games. They just, with the exception of last night... But and you know, find a way to lose. Yeah, and that's this is again. Why, don't look at wins and losses. This is why I said they're going to win twenty four games this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was one that kind of felt like it was more of the, and you could hear it in Chauncey Billups deflating. Yes, and you could see it in the players during the game. Like, yikes! I, I want to see the bounce back because uh, further along in that audio, I, I asked Chauncey, "Is that why you sat down, Ant?" Because that's why I sat down everybody. I closed out the game with everybody else because I'm not going to watch that bleep. Mm. Like when well, I good, you know when what? I say Chauncey was on one last night, he was not happy. But, but <laughs> I am. I'm actually that is refreshing to me after hearing a decade of. In Terry Stotts is a great guy, and he was known for a guy who protected his players endlessly. But that was always like a okay, no, call a spade a spade. Every now and then you got to do it. You you have to be honest with what we're seeing, and even if you're a bad team or you're a good team, you can't lie to everybody and tell us that mm-hmm. it, it wasn't something that we all saw with our own eyes. Yeah. So in that regard, at least it is we get a little bit of honesty there. Yeah, if you're looking for a silver lining uh, in this, is that Scoot Henderson did have a career high in both points and assists. Sure. 23 points, 10 assists, gets his first double-double, and is like, oh, it's garbage time. It's like... Yeah, he's a rookie who's learning, and this is what you want to see. You want to. I'm I'm being serious. It's, you know, you're right on. You you're want dead on. You want to see him. He's better than garbage time. <laughs> he's better than. And if you put him in in garbage time, he's gonna fry dudes. He's better than garbage time. He's better because, than garbage time. But th- that means you, it means he is good enough. Yeah, and that he should be in a bench role. And that once he starts beating guys up on bench rolls, yep. then you can start talking about putting him back in the starting lineup. Oof. So right. it's it's this is the process. This is the steps. Like if you're looking for little things, also Tumani Kamara looked really good last night. Had a career high 18. I love Tumani so Kamara. Go. He's going to be a good one. He was out rebounding Kelly Olynyk, and I I did some digging real quick. Olynyk is six ten, six eleven. Tumani is six seven. Tumani has a higher standing reach. Really, eight eleven to eight ten. Yeah, and I was sitting there watching him beat Olenek up on the offensive glass, and I was like, "Why does it look like he's getting to the ball sooner when he's giving up four inches?" It's because his arms are pterodactyl long, (laughs) and I was just like, "Huh." Look what at that. Yeah, there you go. 503-864-6326, a Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, we got bowl season gets underway tomorrow, and we got some shenanigans along the way. Danny Dusty on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Alright, bowl season gets underway tomorrow. We get two Pac-12 bowls manana. How about that? Oh. Take that. You've got um both UCLA and Cal participating in bowl games. The Bruins take on Boise State in the Starco Brands LA Bowl. What's Starco? That sounds like an evil overlord company. Starco Brands? Like, that sounds like it's made up. What is Starco Brands? What do they do? I got Anybody? Me. Yeah, they're, they're like developing AI technology. They invent consumer products with behavior-changing technologies. Oh, that sounds terrifying. That doesn't sound... That sounds so like Candy Crush. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. Is like Starco, uh, but they play in the L.A. Bowl, no longer the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. R.I.P. That for one year, and then you have Cal taking on Texas Tech in the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, UCLA is favored because Boise State fired their coach and kind of got rid of everybody, and everybody's vacating for the portal. Here's a subsidiary of Starco. Yeah, Soylent. Oh, that's not terrifying at all. That is Soylent. What what color Soylent? We're going Soylent Green here? It's, it's, it's full on. It's, it's, it's meal replacement powders. Soylent uh, Green what? is people. All right. Their, um, their logo is let us take it off your plate. Nope, I'm out. Uh, that's terrifying. <laughs> what about Radiance Technologies that uh, is sponsoring the Independence Bowl where Texas Tech that is sounds like, uh, three and a half point favorites a over power Cal? Company. It sounds like a power company. Is it, you said Radiance Technologies? Radiance Technology, yep. Tanning beds. No, Ooh, it's it's in uh, Shreveport. It's a uh, Shreveport, low key dangerous city. Looks like it's a it's a, it's a military, military, huh? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Cool. Gonna be able to track uh, people. We find intelligence analysis. Oh, this is literally my world. 
We provide intelligence analysis and warfighter support to the intelligence community and DOD to effect to enable effective military operations to protect our troops from harm. All right, yeah, they seem like they need a bull game. Uh, I like your it. tax dollars at work. It's the quite Independence Bowl. It's definitely your tax dollars at work. That's for sure. Did you see what Jaden Ott did on social media today? Because he pulled one over on the Big J journalists. Mm. Jaden Ott posted this video to his social media that said, thank you, Cal, with the heartbreak emoji. And this was what his video had in it. What's going on, Cal Nation? Uh, got an important message to share with you all. Um, I want to show my appreciation for having my back these past two years and making these two years a fun one. Um, I want to say thank you to my coaches, Coach Wilcox, Coach E.T., and all the other guys who have poured into my development since I've been here. Um, but with that being said, I'll be entering the transfer portal this upcoming season. And, uh, yeah, respect my decision, please. Nah, I'm playing. I'm finna stay. <laughs> and then it just went into his highlight film, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to see the highlight film of his just it's just music and all of his touchdowns and cool runs and stuff. It's pretty cool. That video that he posted, mm-hmm. I saw that Adam Rittenberg, ESPN, John Wilner, San Jose Mercury News, mm-hmm. both with like tweets, this is a huge blow. This is a crushing blow for Cal football. They didn't watch the video. Always watch the video, folks. They did not watch the video. Jade Knott is a real-life sicko. He is like mm-hmm. an all-time, like, I-, I feel like he and I could be friends because this is this a- is the kind of thing I would, I would, if I had the power to do, I'd do it. It's solid, 100%. Yeah. He gives the transfer, nah, I'm kidding. It's like, and then it's watch like around my, the NBA trade deadlines, putting out the I emojis tweet. Watch me do cool stuff, and then boom. It, that video was fantastic because of the people that it got, because look- in this race to first, oh, I, I have to watch this. I actually watched the video, and I was like, oh, he got them all. He got them all right when they posted it. So, one, always watch a video. You you don't know when you're going to get one pulled over on you. And two, Jay not returning to Cal is actually really big. And him playing in the bowl game, mm-hmm. really big for, for Cal. Um, because, you know, they're entering the ACC, but it there's a lot of uncertainty. And if you do lose a guy like Jade Knott, boy, the floodgates open. And it becomes a cluster you-know-what for Justin Wilcox in that entire uh, Cal staff to hold that thing together. Because oh, God, yes. it is going to be incredibly hard to recruit to Cal moving forward. Cal and Stan- Stanford, not so much because it's Stanford incredibly no, hard to no recruit what. there, period. Yeah, But Cal is, they're in for it, man. you got to convince kids that if you're on the West Coast— you only have a handful of games every year that your family is going to be able to come to and mm-hmm. see you live, or they have to fly literally all across the country. And this is the same for Oregon and Washington, UCLA mm-hmm. and, and USC, except for at least there's four schools out west for the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. It's only Cal and Stanford on the yeah. West Coast. That limits it that much more, man. Cal's playing Oregon State, though, right? They are. They so, are. The I would new, Im- new schedule. I would imagine that becomes something... Maybe you can get it every Pretty year. consistent, yeah, right? You'd hope. Those those four schools, Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford, kind of... You would hope. Not joining at the hip, but, you know, locking locking index fingers. Boy, that schedule reveal that Oregon State had... I had it on the list yesterday, but we didn't get to it, so it was, uh, it was interesting, though. It was not what they were quite selling that they were going to put together. Yeah. 
Thought, um, thought it might be a little bit more on the uh, non-con side. But at the uh, on the same token, like, what were people really expecting when schedules are made ten years in advance? Yeah. You got Oregon on there, you got Cal on there. Those are good. To, those are great games. You have Purdue, which was a pre-existing game. You have those ones, but it didn't have necessarily the heavy hitters, but it had a navigatable schedule form at least. That's good. That's good to have. Yeah. That's. I mean, you were Scott Barnes was given an impossible task, and they they shot high. They got pretty close to it, but it's just like, oh well, it's basically that Mountain West schedule because they're still playing San Diego State, and. You you actually have balance in your home games, which is good to have. You you got to fight and scratch and claw for all those. It was mm-hmm. a decent little schedule they put out. I mean, eh, you know, you give it the thumbs up, thumbs up. It, it is a Mountain West schedule. They have seven Mountain West games, yeah, I mean, or eight if eight. you include Washington State too. Yeah. That's them's the breaks. That's what you're going to have to deal with moving forward. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, uh, we do have two bowl games though. Uh, shall we put together the? The bowl pickums for this program, indeed. Here, um, Jeff Rust, are you in? Yeah, sure. I did horribly on this last year. Okay, well, well, then you know what? <laughs> I won't go full bowl pickums. Let's do Pac-12. Okay, we'll do Pac-12 bowl pickums starts this weekend. We got two games this weekend: mm-hmm. UCLA, Boise State, Texas Tech, and Cal. Mm-hmm. We get our picks in. Um, mustache bet for this for month of a mustache. Indeed. Does that yeah. does that work for everybody here? Yep. We're going month of, and this means no beard around it. That means for Rust and I, there's no beard. Loser has got just a caterpillar mm-hmm. resting on his lip for a month. Final day. Final show day. Final day of the show of that month. Mm-hmm. You have got the winner gets to shave the mustache into the design of his choosing. And we all know which way it's going. Oh, no. Um, what? Mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin. The, oh, God. <laughs> but you have, Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, Guess I won't be making any stops on my way in or out of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Better hope you don't get pulled over either. <laughs> don't uh, want to stop for a bagel? Wow. Jeez. Okay. Uh, that is a hell of a stash. That Okay. I Got mean, if those are the parameters. We're going to do it. But you have to... It'll live in infamy... On YouTube, yeah, that will be there, much like the Michael Jordan Haynes commercial. Yep, it will be on YouTube eventually. All right, R.I.P. All right, um, you guys, are you guys ready to get your picks in? Are we going against the spread or straight up? We're going against the spread or straight up. What do you I guys think let's do? go straight up. Just we go because, straight up. Yeah, okay. I think we just go straight up. Okay. with all the different unknowns about you know who's playing and who's not playing, and yeah, it's a man that doesn't want to have that a, is correct, a, sir. <laughs> Spoken like a true man who doesn't want a Hitler stash yeah. on the last day of the show. I don't want to be God, walking around Danny. the office going Zig Heil. Well, what you what you need is Danny not to take first. You know, yeah. you don't take last, but Danny can't take first. Oh, like you wouldn't do that to me. You need <laughs> <laughs> known you too long. Well, them's the bets. All right, all right. I like it. Okay, well, we're going to have to find a way to discreetly... We have to enter our picks without the other two knowing because then at the end of it, the worst thing that can happen is if we have somebody just preserving their victory, you know? Mm. And and so we have to we have to have like a sealed envelope that we, that we do this with. Okay. All right? All right. And maybe we just count them up. We count them up. Every week uh, on Monday when we come back, because we do that, these... or do we do it at the very end? 
Ooh. Tally it all up. Okay. Or do we want to know going into the final weekend? I think maybe we do it heading into the final weekend okay. of the bowl games. We then have the big unveiling of where we stand. Mm. And then we go into that final weekend. Also, sealed envelopes. Mm. No, no piggybacking on picks. Okay. Because... This is quite the sh- the the shame punishment because it is going to be three hours on the internet mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Have a little confidence, Russ. I have. You zero. can just hear like it we're out of him. Uh, we're on this in on this bet too. <laughs> I have zero confidence in myself for this one. Like second place is the place to be in this. Yeah, obviously winning it is the best. Um, but then second place is is where to be because then you don't have any. You just get to sit it out. Yeah, like you're you're not gonna be the guy that shaves that into his yeah. face. You're like I'm not the a hole here. Yeah, as and, far as you all know, you're just gonna laugh the whole Look, time. Yeah. If if I'm the loser here, this will be the second time I've 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 been shorn on media. I lost a bet on doing outsiders. And they I shaved. thought you were gonna tell me it's the second time you're gonna have a Hitler stash. No, no, they <laughs> shaved my head live on air. <clears throat> okay, well, and they, they and they they got to cut it how they wanted it. Yeah. So well, see, them's the breaks. Yeah. Them's the breaks. All right, uh, so we got that in place. The bet is here. Indeed. Our w- gosh, this is a gentleman's agreement here. Mm. There's no no fudging your picks. Mm-hmm. All right, we need to have a, a third party where we submit all of our picks there to. You go. Yeah, but the problem third is party. we need somebody we can trust, and we don't know that person. I think Ryan Cooley is the guy that we can trust with this. Sales Ooh, sales manager yeah, Ryan yeah. Cooley. We we trust. I trust him. I don't think I can pay him off. Yeah. Well. He's a trustworthy character. Depends on what you paid him off with. No, you I can't. I don't, I don't think Pokemon's going to do it. No, you can't. You can't pay him off. Oh. He's he's an impenetrable force here. Mm. I don't know. Give him some Giants or Yankees swag. I don't think that's it. Mm. He hate watches those teams. It's true. He does right now. He's he's not in a good spot with them. Yeah. You know. You know. Who else isn't in a good spot. Who? Draymond Green. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Have you? You've been gone. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get to see your piece, say your piece, but also, did you see what Steve Kerr said today? Today, yeah, I saw what he said yesterday. I say uh, last night. Yes, I did. Yeah, we're, we're, we we have to we have to talk about that, and that that is going to be our worst day on the web. But first, here's a big Kahuna with Sports Center update. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty, brought to you by the Odyssey app on 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Oh, really? (sighs) That sucks. It's a story that won't go away because one guy won't stop being a giant a-hole. It's really what it comes down to. Really? Draymond Green, obviously, has been suspended indefinitely, but you can see all over the Warriors organization that they have hired a very high-level, very expensive PR firm. If you listen to Steph Curry, if you listen to Mike Dunleavy, if you listen to Steph Kerr, Steph Kerr, to Steve, uh, to Steph, Stephen Curry or Steve Kerr, it's all the same. It's very much, you, you can pick up the same keywords and phrases. Draymond Green needs help. Yeah. Draymond Green, it's about well, his Nirk, life Nirk after Nerf started basketball. that framing. Well, they well, they hired a PR firm, and, and they said, use this. Mm-hmm. That brother needs help. We're going to use that. We're going to capitalize on that. Like, that's what, if you don't think that's what happened, you were out of your mind. That is 100% what happened. Because that's what these that's that's what happens in these instances. That you, you have a crisis action team that you bring in to help manage this stuff. And I don't think, 
Like we all know what Draymond Green is, he's right? A he's he's a hothead. He's got a quick trigger, mm-hmm. and he plays dirty. We know that he's also, he was also really good at basketball. Still is good. Still is very good. But at the same time, they're going through a rough an identity crisis with the Golden State Warriors because Clay Thompson can't shoot anymore. Uh, Steph is still doing Steph things, but they've got holes and they're not winning any longer. And look, having a guy like Draymond Green, it is okay if you're winning because we have that sliding scale of what people are willing to put up with as long as you are good and as long as you are winning. The indefinite suspension from Draymond, whatever, Rich Paul and his team said, hey, we want the indefinite suspension. Because they didn't want the number. No, you don't want the number. But we all know what that number is going to be. It's going to be 20, 20, 20, 20 30 20, games, yeah, right? Yeah, 20, 25, 30. I think that's ultimately what they're saying. Are you up. guys really that sure about that? From what I've heard behind the scenes, everybody seems to think it's going to be. Because the league has not shown any teeth in, in any way, shape, or form leading up to this. And I have and no they reason the same to believe they will now. Well, they don't want to look like the bad guy. And right now, Draymond Green knows that he is a repeat, 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 repeat yeah. offender. And when you have his team and you have, like, what Steve Kerr said yesterday is like, oh, he needs, he needs all, stop with yes. all of this. Don't, not now. He's being ridiculous. He said, you know, in part of his comments, he said, you know, Draymond's a guy who cares about, his teammates really did he care about Jordan Poole when he knocked him out? And that's where a lot of like, the, no, he doesn't care. From ESPN, this is uh, from an article written up about the the comments that have all been that coming out of the Warriors. A source told ESPN that the Warriors lost all leverage in holding Green accountable when they failed to give him harsher punishment during last year's preseason altercation with Poole. By preseason altercation, they mean slumping a man, knocking a man unconscious in front of his teammates yeah. up against the wall. Yeah, now call a spade a spade. Now, when you're winning, uh, you know, people in Warriors fans have, have done this and will continue to do it is that they'll try to, and this is what every fan base does. It's not just Warrior fans. They just try to explain away the ills of one of your, one of yours because mm-hmm. it's tribalism. It's oh, your guy and you feel like your guy's being backed into a corner. At this point, nobody is on Draymond's side in this. No. Like what they're doing is saying, oh man, he needs, he needs all the help he can get. He needs to step away from the game. You didn't know that before. You didn't know that. Before this instance, mm-hmm. before he swung at Nurk, and like this isn't the most egregious thing that he's done. The Jordan Poole thing is the most egregious thing that he's it's, done. It's the, it's the th- like third or fourth most egregious thing he's done this year. It is, but people are done with it and people don't buy it. And yeah. I think here's the thing is that people aren't buying what Steve Kerr is saying anymore. And that is one where you're losing mm-hmm. the public trust when things go wrong. The outside will start turning on Kerr. They'll start turning on the Warriors, and that's when the fan base will follow in suit. And we talked about this when it first happened. The idea that Steve Kerr didn't see the incident or didn't see the replay yet yeah. when he got to the stand after the game. It's so disingenuous. And so is this. Yeah. Where, where was this concern when he knocked out a teammate? Where was this concern when he curb-stomped a guy in the chest? Where was this concern when he kicked Steven Adams in the nuts? Where was this concern when he kicked LeBron James in the nuts? Where was this concern when he stacked up so many technical and flagrant fouls that he got suspended for a game in the NBA Finals in 2016? Knocked out a college kid in, in East Lansing at a bar. Yeah, yes. They were so concerned that they you know shipped the guy that he knocked out out of town. And you know what's funny is uh, the, inst- the, the instance that has been covered the least in all of this that involved Draymond Green was Draymond Green getting knocked out by Tristan Thompson in a club. Oh, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? 
Well, maybe that's what they need. It's a lot of what I think. Well, see, the thing is, it seems that as though outside of him kicking old uh, uh, Stephen Adams square in the nuts, he goes. It seems like he goes after people that he knows will not come back at him. One hundred percent. We were we because were talking a lot about that do. when you were gone. Yeah. Bullies bully people that they know will not yeah. fight back, and they 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 don't. They don't, and that's that's what he does. And Tristan Thompson, maybe you just need to have more games against Tristan Thompson. Where's he at now? Is he playing? Uh, I think he's Where back on the bench again for Cleveland. Well, hey. When do the Cavs play the Warriors? Let's go. Yeah, I know he did come on. I know he did sign a contract again, which was hilarious. Shout out, Clutch. Jake the Hater comes in. Can we have some uh, defense for Kerr in the sense that maybe he came from a different time of basketball? Like when Michael Jordan slumped him. Yes. Right? But, but here's also, the thing you have to be aware of the entire history of Draymond. And that is where they just are ignorance on this they just put their head in the sand and and because it's worked for them in the past it really has just like when steve kerr immediately after the game said i haven't seen the replay of it you saw the you saw the replay from every angle that you had available we we know that in the arena yeah you just (laughs) had to look up and i'm sure you were because you were going through your head are we going to have draymond green in the lineup anymore Mm -hmm. nope steve kerr going full republican on us Mm. (laughs) it was a that's a quite the heel turn by him you know (laughs) After what his I've not read that tweet his uh, his political views in the past yes. right they have changed it's, quite a bit if that's the the case all of this is to say is that the Warriors organization they made this bed and yep. now, now they they're going to sleep in it. in it and and Russ what you're saying is as far as like not not knowing how long the suspension is going to go two things one that was just kind of the same situation with John Moran remember we 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 all rolled our eyes at the first one yeah like are you are you serious. Mm-hmm. And then the second one happened, and what did the league do? Yeah, well, that's they said, also they said twenty five. That's also gone. concerning weapons. Yeah, but they this... announced a, an indefinite suspension for Kyrie Irving after how many other incidents? And yeah. his are kind of weird and crazy, crazy. But that wound up being eight games. John ja Morant is addicted to flashing his gun. And, yeah, and Draymond's last suspension was five games, and the league made sure to say, "Oh, and it's this severe because of all of your past actions." Yeah. So that's why I have zero confidence it will be anything more than ten games. And it, to that point. I am waiting to see what happens on Christmas Day. The Warriors play on Christmas Day. If Draymond Green, you want to show me that you're serious about this? Limit one of your marquee franchises on Christmas Day. If he's not there on Christmas Day, I'll believe they're serious about actually dragging this punishment like through the totality of it. How many games have we got until then? That'd only be like a five-game like, suspension. Yeah, it's, it's not that many. But the other part of this is uh, Tim, Tim, uh, Tim Kawakami of The, of the Athletic who's covered this team throughout the entirety of his tenure there. Um, he's supportive of Draymond Green. He said that he believes that Draymond Green will come back, he will offend again, and then he will be suspended for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And then the Warriors will basically be free from his salary, at least this year, and they will look to just dump him. Like He, he firmly believes that Draymond Green is cooked, that so, he is intel- incapable of changing. Counting He's last not. night's game against the Clippers, if for some reason he does come back on Christmas Day, that mm-hmm. would be a six-game suspension. Which would be one more than the last suspension, and there's just no way they can do that. Like, here's the thing, is that I, I believe people can change. Draymond has had plenty of opportunities to do so. At least a half dozen. And has been enabled every single time to not change anything about him. So I guys like that who have been enabled like that, I don't think they I don't think he will have any want to change. And that's what makes me wonder does maybe cook does actually driving it home with a severe suspension cause some sort of change? Yeah, I don't know. 
then you wonder if what what he'll have left in the tank. Well, forward. we we get to talk about that uh, already because John Morant came up, and we'll talk about that here in the next hour. Uh, he had some comments as he returns from his twenty five game suspension that made my my eyes roll out of the back of their head. But first, uh, there are uh, shenanigans afoot not only in the transfer portal but among coaches ahead of the bowl season. We'll get to that next year. Danny Dusty, Tennessee fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Hot route, hot route. Breaking news from Kyle Bonnaker of ESPN. Washington Supreme Court has denied the request to review the Oregon State-Washington State lawsuit. A stay of lower court ruling is overturned, and that gives Oregon State and Washington State control of the Pac-12 conference going forward. They deserve it. Yes. I mean, they do. When you look at what... The other ten did to USC and UCLA. They set, they the, precedent. set the precedent, man. They Oops. they laid the playbook out in front of them. It screwed them all. And now out they're like, wait, uh, we call takebacks on what we said. <laughs> but, but we hate the guys from LA. Can we keep hating the guys from yeah. LA? Well, it's well, like, come on, huh? No, no, no. This is I'm I'm happy that Oregon State and Washington State get this because they were left out in the cold. Everybody else has got a stable future mm-hmm. now. This is not good news. If Oregon State and Washington State truly do for this year while everybody still is a member, and I do not believe that this will happen because everybody wants the spite play, right? Mm -hmm. And just a double bird, flip them off and say, screw you guys, we're keeping all of it this year because we can. Legally, they can. Right? They could do it Mm -hmm. if they wanted to, but you also have to understand there's far more at play because these university presidents, these athletic directors, even though they do – put their universities at the forefront, it also makes it really hard when you burn that many bridges of the other university presidents in the other athletic departments. If you were to say, hey, 23, 24, all of that revenue, no, screw you guys. Despite the fact you are part of this league still, moving forward, we're just going to say the hell with you. No, I don't think they're going to do that. Will they probably keep a lot of the money that they could have? Absolutely, and I think they should. They should. Anything that's questionable, that should be theirs. It's going to be theirs. It's not going to be. And if they want to say we're going to do an uneven split of the revenue, that is their. That's their prerogative as well. Would be funny if they went uneven split and the the biggest school got the least and the smallest school. But the the idea that they could that they're just going to shove every all ten other schools and give them nothing, that's not going to happen because they know what that will do to each university. And it, like, if even even the ones that are well funded, they are running on the thinnest of margins mm-hmm. there. Like even USC, Washington, Oregon, it's not like they are just doing raking in the dough and hand over fist and hoarding it. They spend a they lot spend of that it. money, yeah. man, and they have earmarked all of their budgets moving forward, and they know what that would do to them. I would be stunned if they were like, no money. That would be. That's so. I, I don't even lie. I'd laugh a little bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you leave them hanging, like they have the right to do it. Oh, you I think, would be stunned. You, oh, you thought this was sweet? Mm. But anything else, uh, I I think Oregon State and Washington State they should moving forward. Yeah, they they are the decision makers, and you made your bet. The other ten schools made their bed, and legally it was upheld in court. Yep, yep. No take backs. But if they would do just pull the rug out of everybody else, 
I mean, you would see probably Cal's athletic department would probably fold. Yeah. I, I could, mean, honestly, I could see, I could see them going, Cal, you didn't really have anything to do with this <laughs> and cutting Cal some money and then ever, nobody else. But it, it will be interesting to see what they decide to do because they have full authority now. And I think it is, it, it well, it is well within their rights mm-hmm. to cut anybody out to as, to, to whatever, whatever extent they, yeah. they choose to do. But I don't think they just say all other 10, you get zeros. And we take all of it. Just cutting one dollar checks for everybody. <laughs> that would be that, hilarious. That's even pettier. But it would be awful for for all those other schools. Like oh, it yeah. would be crippling for a majority of the schools. You know, it'd be really fun. It'd be a waste of resources, but it'd be really fun paying them in change. Um, the dump truck full of I change. I don't think that there is like a million dollars in pennies you can get. Oh, you can still do it. A million dollars in pennies. You can do it. You can do it. There was what was that lawsuit? That guy paid out like three million dollars in change. Showed up with like five dump trucks full of pennies. Did he really? Yeah, I'll find it. It's wow. it's insane. Wow, I'm gonna look up how many pennies are in circulation right now. Like I like I, that. I, there's a hundred and forty billion penny, <laughs> pennies currently in circulation. I was gonna say it's got to be more than four. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, one hundred and forty billion. Pennies in circulation, man. Oh my gosh! So that's fourteen billion dollars uh, worth of pennies. No, that's one point four billion dollars in pennies. That's a lot. I'm gonna start finding them pennies and picking them up. Yeah, but they're like there's 140 billion, but most of them are at grandma's, so they in the can't cha- in the change the change jars around the couch, or in my couch cushions. Yeah. There's no way they they may be in circulation, but there's no way they can come up with that many. They could kill three million. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> just show up, just un, just dumping it out at some athletic headquarters. Yeah. Well, and look, I hope that for the survival of Oregon State and Washington State, this is a great, this is a great, you know, day and a good piece of news, man. In a in a in a period of time when you've been getting the crap kicked out of you, shout out Cougs and Beefs. You you got to win. Yeah. It's, and, and it's a relevant win. What they should is they should rank. The people, the the universities that they feel are responsible the most mm-hmm. for the Pac-12's demise mm-hmm. by how much they give them. Yes, that's, that's exactly just what I'm saying. Rank them yeah. in, in that. Just go. All right, no, you screwed us, USC. You're mm-hmm. done. You get a zero. Yeah, they, they get nothing to begin with. So yeah. I'm saying, like, cut cut Cal some slack. Cal was just along for the ride, man. Yeah, they were on the outside looking in too. Yeah. They needed Condoleezza Rice to go to bat for them. They said, "Please, Stanford, help us." <laughs> and they did. And they did. They got that help. Well, there you go. Turns out Stanford, a uh, helpful ally. It is uh, 2 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, and on a football Friday, there are a lot of games coming up this weekend that have playoff Ooh. implications. We'll get to that more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, 1080 The Fan. Breaking news from 1080 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start at BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 